We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. All right, looks like we are on. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. And we're just a little over a week away before Christmas. And uh, so it's good to be here and talk about reaching your goals for 2019. Hopefully you all have, you know, as you're closing out 2018 and evaluating the successes and maybe even some of the challenges, uh, but also looking forward about how to setting goals for next year and creating a plan uh, to reach those goals. And so this session, we want to talk about reaching your goals 2019. How can you reach those goals um, that you're setting for yourself for next year? So again, with my co-host, Eric Yoon of Standout Marketing. Eric, welcome. Hey, Robert. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Really good. <laughs> Ready for really Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I just realized yesterday how, like, how soon it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My wife buys all the gifts, so I I don't I don't realize how soon it's coming. <laughs> oh, you just show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you're a kept man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's been cool though. We got we got to do a lot of fun Christmas things with the kids throughout the month. So, oh, cool. cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we did a couple things over the weekend. Uh, drove over. Uh, did this walking tour of so there was uh four four churches in uh in Almonte or in temple city not too far away and you just park your car and you walk to the different churches and they all have a different nativity scene and it's all uh, part of the nativity story um so it's it's kind of kind of one builds upon the other and then and then they end in a park with with food and refreshments and stuff so it's pretty fun it's cool. something different but yeah, so you all ready for next year for 2019? What, what are your yeah, What are your plans? Yeah. What are you thinking? What are your goals? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be the best year ever. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, um, actually, more. You, uh, you want to know my resolution for next year? Oh, do you make resolutions? Okay. <laughs> I I made one. It doesn't have to do with um, with standout or or the business, but it's actually in in like songwriting. But it's to write a song every week. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so by the end of the year, I'll have 52 songs written. Cool. <laughs> that's the goal, yeah. Wow. So that's the goal. Wow, yeah, yeah. right. So you got a goal and you've got a plan of action, basically. So Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to talk yeah. about setting goals. And, you know, one of those things, and it's kind of interesting that you made a resolution because, you know, those are typically the things that get broken the, the quickest. <laughs> I put I in never, in. I've never finished the resolution in my life. <laughs> that's why, like, that's why I haven't set them. Um, but I still set goals. I think goals are different from resolutions, right? Um, yeah. I think resolutions are one of those things where you're you're changing a habit like right away, right? So you're going yeah. from from zero. Oh, it's to like the years. 
Like, yeah, yeah, okay. As opposed to goals or something that you're putting, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to achieve. I say, well, in this case, the end of the year, in the 2019. Yeah, and yeah. A plan of action to be able to achieve those, that goal. As opposed to, you know, January 1st, I'm going to be, um, you know, working out five days a week where, you know, I'm not working out at all. And so yeah. that's always hard to, to reach, to, to fulfill that resolution because first, first time out of the gate, you know, first week you're doing pretty good. And then all of a sudden you fade and then you say, I oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <laughs> that's, that's the resolution. Mean. There's like that drastic change kind of that contrast yeah. is what makes a resolution as opposed to a goal. Yeah. I, Cause you're saying I'm, gonna, oh. I'm doing it now. This is what I'm going to do now. Um, oh, okay. Cause you know, you hear all, the, all the resolutions you hear out there, right? That losing weight, Losing weight, losing weight, and losing going weight. Going to the gym, um, you know, <laughs> doing some kind of lifestyle change that's pretty yeah, drastic yeah. from what they're doing now. Oh, uh, okay. There's no like build up or lead in. It's just like I'm just going to change. And then as soon as you stumble, huh. you say, "I'll oh, forget Full it." Time. You said, "Full time." I've been, <laughs> yeah, I've been, you know, I've like if you have to, you have to go work work out five days a week, and if you're just, if you fall back to four and a three and then a two, yeah, forget it. As opposed yeah. to. Um, not just setting goals, but also um, setting small achievable benchmarks along the way yeah. to your goals. So I want to talk to you. I don't know about you from your own personal experience or what you heard, but um, you know, lots of, even with goals, we, you know, we don't always achieve our goals. And so what mm-hmm. do you think that is? What, what, what causes that? I mean, obviously there's a lot of times, especially in business, there's factors outside of our control, but what do you feel are reasons why we don't reach our goals? I don't know, maybe just from personal experience, but what do you think? I think for me, the two main reasons is one that um, <clears throat> whenever I lose momentum, um, I find it hard to sometimes get it back. Mm. And the only things that I actually, um, and then also the second one is, oh, I guess they're kind of linked, but really it's just given up. But um, you know, when we lose, when we lose momentum and um I find like don't the things that I've actually accomplished are the things that I'm really quick to be resilient in. And in my mind, it's like, okay, like I fell, but when I could really pick myself back up and say, it's a new day, mm-hmm. you know, and just start again. Like, I think we can create something in ourselves where we motivate ourselves and just like kind of recharge that momentum, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever it is by watching a, a video regarding whatever we're doing or talking to someone but um, just being serious about it and saying, okay, I need to recharge and get back on this and not give up. So what yeah. do you feel is what's been the difference with the times when you have given up versus the times when you were resilient and were able to recharge yourself and move forward and reach your goals? I think one of the main things is uh, um, having people. <coughs> okay. The things I just try to do on my own um, don't work out mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah. When I do things in, in kind of like a community, put a community around my goal, mm-hmm. or I guess – yeah, like a goal is like within a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, those usually happen. Yeah, no, yeah. that's good. Yeah, no, it's it's very important to have good people around you, mentors, coaches, consultants, whatever, because mm-hmm. um, it it is it is proven that the more good people you surround yourself with, uh, more people that can encourage you, even see maybe the blind spots um, in your in your life and in your business and all that, and be able to identify those and help you. Um, you know, basically just move you forward because it is hard to just do it all by yourself. And that's one of the, I think, mistakes that uh, entrepreneurs make is they isolate themselves too much thinking that they know the best, they know their business the best. And so they're just going to do it and they're the most qualified to do it. 
they're certainly the most qualified to run the business, but as far as having good counsel around you, having outside opinions, outside perspective is, is a, it's very, impo- very important. So you raised a good point about, you know, setting goals is one thing, but achieving them is another thing. And one more good ways to make sure, or to at least um, put the odds in your favor is to have good people around you. Yeah. So it's good, good observation. And that's, you know, as far as, I mean, we can probably end the um, session right now, (laughs) this podcast right now, but (laughs) having good people around you, having Mm -hmm. good counsel around you. Um, I have coaches, you know, mentors and stuff. So, Certainly, they're you know they're invaluable. Even for my business, having a, a board of advisors uh, as part of the business, um, so they can meet on a regular basis and they can give you some input. Very important. Right? Mm-hmm. So even as you, if you're incorporated, obviously having a board of directors is one of the things you should should do, and is is actually something you're supposed to do um, as a, if you're incorporated. Now, as a you know, as corporate LLC, a lot of times you can just you know just yourself and maybe your a couple people on your team can be your board, but really getting people from outside your business to be your board of directors mm-hmm. is, is invaluable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so how to set goals? Well, I think the first thing, uh, the first thing I think what we just talked about is gather those people around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, so how did you uh, come around? How did you come up with the people that are around you that can speak into your life, speak into your business? Is it just organically or what, what do you have? Yeah, I think pretty organically, like just through um, life, just meeting people. I think because just naturally, I like to just meet people from all different, you know, just areas of life and you know different things. And so, um, whenever I just just naturally, because I'm just I just get so intrigued by different things people do when people do things well, and so I just try to get to know them. And then I think when the time comes, I'm like, oh, I need this, and I I might just ask that person and say, hey you know, and start opening that line of communication. And so by default, I think I just um, like to just at least put my, you know, foot in, in people's lives somewhat. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, there's, <clears throat> yeah, so I guess the timing is kind of organic, but mm-hmm. opening the line of communication is a little more intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. And I think, yeah, just being in constant communication at some level is, is very important. Yeah, so I, not I just think, like, hey, I need something from you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> every, time to you call, after, every time you call them on Friday night, not knowing the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think the the key to achieving your goals for 2019 or your goals in general, I think it basically is broken down for me is, is in five things, five different areas. One, it should it should stretch you. Don't make your goals so easy that it's just too achievable, um, but make mm-hmm. it make it a stretch. Number two is then chunk it down. So taking your big goal and then setting smaller goals, like like I said, um, along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so monthly, quarterly, you know, in your case, you said weekly, you've, you're going to write a song every week. So yeah. that's chunking it down. So from 52 songs, which is a huge goal, but then chunk right. it down. And then number three is set a plan. <laughs> so so that's kind of what you did too, is that you also set a plan that uh, you're – you have smaller goals. You have the goal of 52 mm-hmm. songs in a year, but then you're going to do one song a, a week, which is part of the, is, a, is a plan. Mm-hmm. Four would be set those leading indicators or key performance indicators. So um, like in sales in general, you know, you're, you want to have your sales goals, but what are some things that are sales related, but don't produce dollars? 
right? So yeah. what are some, and we'll, we'll talk about that in, in a second, but set some leading indicators. So besides mm. just the sales, what are some other activities or little, little goals along the way that you can achieve that shows that you're on the right path? And then lastly is review, review, and adjust. So review, you know, have your goals, have your plan, but then constantly reviewing and then adjust as accordingly because every time we set a plan, it doesn't, not, not everything goes 100% according to plan. So it's always yeah. important not to review, but also to adjust if things aren't kind of going the right way. So, so the first one, you know, stretch goals. You know, talked to, I think we talked a few months ago about BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. I love to set those big, hairy, audacious goals. Yeah. Um, things that are really going to stretch you. Now, of course, it can't be so big that it becomes unmotivating, right? Yeah. So like in your case with the songs, 52 songs sounds like it's achievable. It's definitely a stretch because you haven't done it before. But if he would have said, hey, I want to have a, you know, a thousand songs by the end of the year, mm-hmm. obviously yeah, that yeah. would be so big. Now, is it possible? Sure, anything's possible. But if it's so big in your own mind, that's unmotivating, yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, you just kind right. of, you know, what's the point? Yeah, because your your goals should serve you, not the other way around. I think that's another thing. It's like people start, like, you set this goal, but you want to set a goal that would actually, like, push you and, and really serve you and help mm-hmm. you and keep it fun, you know? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it can't be so big that's unmotivating. And then because, you know, you're it, it's so big that, you feel that you're not going to achieve it. So you don't really put forth the best effort. And if, and if you fall flat, then you go, Oh, well, it was really too big anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's definitely stretch. It's definitely got to make you uncomfortable because if the goal is too achievable. Then, well, you're not really growing either. Yeah. Right. So it definitely has to feel uncomfortable and stretch you, but not to the point that it's actually unmotivating. So right. yeah, setting the big goal, but then, chunk it down just like you did with the, with the song. So in, you know, if you want to make, uh, earn a million dollars in revenue next year in 2019, then you got to chunk it down to a quarterly and even a monthly basis. Right. Right. So you got these goals, but then now you got to make a plan. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you, if, if you do anything, Eric, about you know, putting a plan or even it, putting it down, especially putting it down right. Not just having a plan in your head, mm-hmm. but, make sure you put it down in writing. I don't know if you've done anything in the past, but um, I do, I'll, I'll write out a business plan, but then mm-hmm. I put it in a one page format. Mm-hmm. So that way it's easy to review, to look at. And it's basically got all the key things. You know, you got your branding activities you should be doing or marketing activities. And you also got the types of services for me, the types of services that I'm going for and what kind of sales dollars amounts that I'm looking at. But then even yeah. looking at those leading indicators, what are some other things I should be doing that can lead to something? Were you going to say something? Before going with tangible, I start with my heart and I'm like, what are some things I really want to grow in, you know, in my business? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I go tangible after that. So for example, like one thing for next year is, um, I haven't really intentionally focused on my graphics yet, even though graphics is the main thing that I do mm-hmm. because I've just been so focused on, you know, growing the business and mm-hmm. client, you know, client relationships, stuff like that. But um, I was, n- next year, I like, I really want to ex- excel even more, you know, in my graphic design skills. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so I set in place, you know, um, like a couple courses to take and things like that mm-hmm. and finish out those. And so that just came out of, you know, what in my heart do I really want to do? And I know mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, so 
Um, just start with like what I want to see happen, and then yeah, I mean, that's a great example. So those are things yeah. that you write mm-hmm. down. You know, those are that's to me that's a leading indicator. Mm-hmm. Those are some other activities you can be doing that you're gonna that's gonna grow your business. Now, does mm-hmm. it have a direct uh, correlation to sales? Like if you're out there networking and meeting with clients or past clients, not necessarily, but that increase in your skill level will provide tangible results down the road because of just customer satisfaction mm-hmm. um, and be able to even charge more because your, your skill levels is that much higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are some things you would break. That's a good example of, for me, as a leading indicator. So we have our sales goals. We're always concentrated on the sales numbers and different activities that can lead to sales, like marketing activities and, like I said, networking and all that kind of stuff. But what are some of the other things that are improving your business that maybe you haven't done be- done before, or done as well, or done consistently that you want right. to put in the plan for 2019 and part of your goals, right? How many classes you want to take per se, or how many books I'm going to be reading next next year? Those are some of the things you want to put down. Then they seem kind of like, um, you know, they seem kind of like soft, uh, like what they call like soft skills, you know, kind yeah. of kind of helping your soft skills, but they're very important for your business. Um, so even if the reading isn't business related, yeah. but having those things, because we, you need to have kind of a, a you know, holistic approach to, to business. It's, it's yeah. not always about business, but you know, um, you know, just, but reading books kind of keeps your mind active, mm-hmm. but your creativity, it, it really um, kind of uh, rejuvenates or really activates your creativity. So things like that, you definitely want to put down. So yeah, setting your plan uh, yearly, quarterly, monthly, and in your case, even weekly, and then have set those series of achievable goals um, that are progressive. So like I said, and, and having little goals along the way that you can achieve that celebrate you celebrate. I think one of the things as you're achieving even smaller goals during the year, so you have your big goal for the year, then you have your quarterly and your monthly, but as you're achieving some of these smaller goals during the year, uh, put some celebratory activities in place for those yeah. things. I don't know if you've ever done anything like that, Eric. No, I haven't. So but celebrating successes. Celebrating successes is huge, and I don't do it as consistently. Right. But like my wife does that. Oh, we got to celebrate. You know, mm-hmm. like if I if I if I land a, a big deal or something like that, you know, oh, we got to celebrate. And I go, really? <laughs> you know, I'm on to the next thing. You know, yeah, they're always on to the next thing. And yeah, uh, but celebrating the successes is, I think, very important. Yeah, um, because those those are those little things you, that kind of keeps you going. Yeah, right. Because you're so focused on the big goal, but you know, as you're achieving those little ones. Um, just celebrate that success. Find something, you know, it doesn't have to be big, grand, or expensive, but something where you take the time to reflect and go, yeah, that was a good, that was a good deal. And then, yeah, that's so good. Because, like, sometimes for celebration, we wait for our emotions to feel like it wants us, we want to celebrate, and then we celebrate. But, mm-hmm. you know, putting something in place to do it, I think it's so good. Because there's, like, it's not just, like, a fun thing, but it's uh, it's really, like, a memory. It's a memory uh, mark it's like a mark where you could reflect like we were saying reflect back on you know when things get hard and yeah does that yeah i'm just thinking back and those are some things that have helped me keep going as i remember or i remember how that felt you know like the successes and it's like we've invested so much mm-hmm. you know giving up some an option 
Yeah, I mean, we work so hard, you know, building the businesses and trying to achieve all your big goals. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times it gets it gets taxing, right? <laughs> and so taking the time to, to, to reflect and celebrate those small successes is huge and it keeps you motivated for that next thing. So those, you know, the big, like I said, the big goals and when you chunk it down to smaller goals, um, when when you achieve those those benchmarks, you know, it's like, okay, it feels pretty good, but you need to take that time to celebrate too. And because mm-hmm. that, it gives you that additional motivation to go on for that next thing. So you have your goals, but then attached to the goals or what, what is it that you're going to do to celebrate when you achieve that goal? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's that additional reward. Uh, that you yeah. Get, right. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a thing. One of the things that we all overlook, and like I said, I'm not, I don't do it as, consistently as I should mm-hmm. but you know as we're talking definitely as I'm because today <laughs> today after our call that's what I'm going to be doing is saying that one page uh, finalizing the one page plan for 2019 mm-hmm. and putting in you know here are these maybe quarterly goals or whatever or or something other or whatever other benchmarks maybe um, you know sales dollar amount benchmarks I want to achieve and as we hit those you know what are we going to do and so uh, definitely want Definitely put that down. So what are, um, you, you said uh, that, you know, having good people around you has helped you um, achieve goals. Anything else um, that you shared, even whether it's for yourself or even people you know, things that they put in place to kind of help them achieve their goals? Or anything else? Or um, Yeah, I can't think of like more, more practical things except just, um, not putting too much pressure on, you know, like reaching the goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, you said I something, like you said something yeah. before we got on about, you know, kind of basically enjoying, almost like enjoying the ride. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would say with goals, like the reward isn't the finish line, but the treasures you pick up along the way. Yeah. And, um, you know, like if anything, like, like goals isn't about reaching the goal to me, the goal is like, it's it's it helps you get in the mindset you know it gives you a focus more than like a finish line you know it gives you a focus yeah and a a perspective and something and it's kind of like a bullseye right if you just try to hit a bullseye you're more likely to hit somewhere on the board Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and so um exactly so even if you don't achieve your grand goals for 2019 the fact that you do it you put a plan in place to try and achieve it you're definitely going to be, feel, I feel confident that everybody's going to be moving forward more than if they didn't set the goals for 2018, yeah. right? Because then mm-hmm. they're just kind of flying in the wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But once you start to set those goals, like you said, it creates focus. Now mm-hmm. it's how we're going to get there. Um, right. And as you say, you know, the treasures along the way. Mm-hmm. In, in business in general, you know, networking is a huge thing in yeah. any kind of business, product base or service base. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it is about who, you know, and, and, and networking and constant, uh, connecting with your customers or past customers or referral partners or strategic partners, whatever you want to call it. But when you also, you know, when I talked about having those key performance indicators, what are some things, activities that you should be doing that'll help you achieve those goals? And as you're out there being very intentional about staying connected with your network. Yeah. That. Like I said, by the end of the year, at the very least, you're going to have much better relationships with people. <laughs> and that's, that's, that'll be an example of enjoying the treasures along the way. 
Yeah. All those other activities that you should be doing, especially when it revolves around people. Mm-hmm. By the end of the year, it's just going to be, you're just going to have so much of a more fulfilled uh, life in yeah. business and personally. Right. Right. So yeah, it, those goals. go ahead. Yeah. And it'll bleed into everything else. Like, and I would, I always recommend to with goals to keep it as specific as, as you can. And then they'll start bleeding out into the other areas that will that are related to it. So mm-hmm. for example, like last year, my, goal was to i was only i was bench bench pressing like 180 or 190 and then i had this goal like i want to bench press three plates like i wanted to do 315 pounds yeah and then um i just had that as my goal and i almost got there i did 285 and then like my workout like things changed because of stuff activities i was doing but like um but along that line like it wasn't just a bench and i was like you know i was benching i was like oh i want to do other stuff too and then so I started working on other muscle parts. And then so I just got overall stronger than I've ever been, yeah. you know. And yeah. so um, it'll bleed into other things because your focus <laughs> is in bench. Then it's like the gym just becomes something you just get better at and more acquainted mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. You know, same with business. You just focus on one aspect of it, make a goal for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll grow. And then like people notice that, um, you know, like I, I love like there's a TED talk I was talking about confidence and he was talking about how goalie, right? He's there's a soccer goalie, this coach trained, and he's like, just get really good at catching the ball. And he's just an overall more confident person because he did like thousands and thousands of just yeah. practice, just catching a ball, yep. you know? And yeah, then it goes into everything. kind of what we talk about in business. <laughs> when we're talking about business, stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try to be all things to all people, but really have an, have an <clears throat> be really good at one thing. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things we talked about really as far as setting goals, achieving goals, really revolves around that acronym SMART, you know, having achieving SMART or setting SMART mm-hmm. goals, specific, measurable, action-oriented, relevant, and time-bound. And yeah. so, you know, being focused and being very specific in what you want to do and, and having some um, time, you know, uh, um, some end, uh, what are some of the, the, the time periods you want to achieve these goals? You have end of the year, you have quarterly, you got monthly. Um, so basically in, in summary, you know, to really be able to, achieve those goals for 2019 number one stretch yourself right don't make it too big that it's going to be unmotivated but make sure it is stretching you uh chunk it down in the smaller goals uh smaller achievable goals like quarterly or monthly and then weekly and then set a plan number three and then number four is set those leading indicators or key performance indicators what are some other activities um and other little um uh, goals and successes along the way that will that tells you on a monthly and quarterly uh, basis that you're you're on the right path. Um, and then finally, number five is review, review, and adjust. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough to just set goals and set a plan, but you got to consistently review them and make adjustments accordingly. So that's why having those goals and plans and maybe it in a one-page format is easy because, you know, those 70-page business plans are pretty overwhelming to review all the time. But having one page that I can fold up and put in my notebook that I carry with me everywhere I go, it's easy to look at every day. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's one of those things. It's another thing, like, instead of making those big business plans, like big goals, make small ones or, or, yeah. or smaller ones and more, uh, more ones that are not demotivating um, but are motivating. So – any parting words, Eric, as we close up? Yeah, goals are attractive. And <laughs> goal-oriented people are just, yeah, they're attractive. You want to be around them. So, yeah. Yeah, yep. so just do it. <laughs> people yep. like you more. 
Yeah, they're focused and motivated, right? Yeah. All right, Eric. Well, thanks again. Thanks, everyone, again for listening to the Purpose and Profitability Podcast. If you have any business questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about, email me at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com, or go to the Facebook page, Purpose and Profitability. So tune in next week as we go live. And thanks again for listening. This is Robert Fukui. Remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.